Hello, welcome to the show. This is Keelan Thomas. And this is Darren Walker. And this is Sports Talk on the Playground. And this is the Sports Analyst Podcast ran by kids where you can find stats and scores for your favorite sports and get to enjoy a fun listening experience. Thank you and enjoy the show. Okay, we're going to start today's show with the Week 13 preview for tomorrow's games. We're going to start with the Saints and Saints and Saints versus Falcons. So, Keelan, what do you think about the Saints going to this game after having a big win over the um, the quarterbacking fiasco at, Den- at Denver? So, please elaborate on that. I feel like the Saints are going to come in here and take care of business versus the 4-7 Falcons who cannot stop the Saints. Ever since the Saints had a slow start, they've been rolling through this. What do you think about this tomorrow's game? Okay, I think um, Taysom Hill is gonna have trouble with the um, with the with running the ball. They're probably gonna have to throw the ball more because Atlanta has a better throwing a better um, better run defense in the league than the um, the Saints. So we're gonna see a bunch of like RPOs and stuff, especially with that running back at quarterback um, <laughs> for the Saints. What do you think about the Atlanta Falcons and Julio Jones and Matt Ryan for tomorrow's game? Julio Jones and Matt Ryan are going to have a few connections tomorrow. Nothing really major. Or they just might come out here and shock everybody. But in total, I feel like the Falcons can only probably put up 9 to 12 points on this team. While the while the Saints will put up a mere 23 to 31 points. What do you think tomorrow's score predictions are for this game? I think it's going to be 21, 21 to 7. I feel like that's a, that's a pretty fair score. Because the Falcons aren't a, like a terrible team, but they're not a good team. And the Saints are a really good team, but they're not like the best team. So let's go into next. I mean, the next game on tap. And our next game is a 2-8-1 Bengals against the 7-4 Dolphins. What do you think about the Dolphins starting uh, or two with Tagovailoa coming off that thumb injury or still being questionable for this game? What do you think about the Dolphins coming into this game? Either way, this Dolphins team is going to come out here with Tua or not because they have um, Ryan Fitzpatrick who started them off in the season pretty pretty solid. I feel like either way, they're going to go out here and beat the 2-8-1 Bengals. How do you feel about tomorrow's game? I feel like um, the Bengals, <clears throat> it, it was a tough loss losing Joe Burrow, uh, tearing his basically tearing his whole knee out. During the season, I think that's gonna benefit in their in their demise tomorrow against the um, the Dolphins. Um, it's gonna be a, a running game basically because the the Bengals have to start a a second string quarterback who didn't do that great last week, and then now they're gonna have to um, run the ball more because the Bengals don't have like a bad run run game with uh, Joe Mixon and all their running backs like that. So, what do you think about? If two of plays, what 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 is your score prediction for tomorrow's game? In tomorrow's game, if two plays or not, I feel like the Falcons are. I mean, I'm sorry, I feel like the Dolphins are gonna go out here. To me, I'm feeling like one defensive touchdown to put them at 34 with Cincinnati Bengals 10. Okay, that's a fair um score prediction. And so, what do you think if Joe Burrow was playing for the Bengals? How close do you think this game would be? 17, not 20, that much of a difference. 28-17, that's your score prediction. Okay, so we're going to hop into the next game. Okay, we're going to move on to the Jaguars versus the Minnesota Vikings. The Minnesota Vikings coming off of, uh, let me check. I think they won 
Yeah, a win. A win over Carolina, 28-27. to That's almost a thriller. And the Jacksonville Jaguars coming off of a um, 27-25 uh, loss to the, the Cleveland Browns. My bad. And so, um, what do you think about the Jaguars coming to this game with the 1-10 one in, one in record coming to this like game? the Jaguars coming in their game can go all out. They have nothing at all to lose. But I feel like this Vikings team will need this win because... If I can remember, I'm pretty sure they're in the hunt, and this game can put them one step closer to getting into the wild card. And so, from my understanding, Dalvin Cook is having a, a very great year this year with uh, how many t- with 13 touchdowns this year. So, what, what do you see them at the end of the season? And if they do make a postseason run, where do you see them going to the in the postseason? Or like, where do you see them in the next couple of weeks as the season ends? If to the wild card, I can see them getting a wild card shocker and going to the next round and losing in the championship. Okay. Not the Super Bowl, but the championship. Okay, so that seems like a pretty good game on Sunday. So we're going to move on to the next game. Okay, hopping into the next game, we have the Las Vegas Raiders with a record of 6-5. Six, 6-5, five, six and, and the Jets record of, uh, of losing 0-11. So what do you think about this game? This game seems like it's going to be a very... If the Jets do come out here and beat the uh, the Raiders, the Raiders, are to me, are going to be garbage. Because, like, imagine losing to a team who hasn't even won one game and you're there one one win. What do you think about my my opinion? Yeah, your opinion, I, I necessarily don't see that because they're still going to have a game above the team that's behind them. So, technically, they're still in the wild card and... To me, they've been looking like they can give Kansas City a little trouble if they make it to the um, playoffs. Because these last two games they played, Kansas City has actually lost one. And then one of them was just a touchdown difference. But for tomorrow's game, I feel like the Jets are going to come out here and get the upset, surprisingly. For real, you think, you think that way? With the um, the Falcons upsetting them 40, 43-6? Yeah. <laughs> 43 to 6 last Sunday, right? Last Sunday. So that's that that that's not even a that's a slaughter. 43 to 6. I mean, and I feel like that messed with their morale a little bit. So I feel like the Jets are gonna come out here and squeeze by with eight point win, probably nine to seventeen about. You think that's gonna be the score, nine to seventeen? Mm-hmm. I feel like they're gonna the Jets are gonna go out here and get a lot of surprising defensive stops. Or I can be totally wrong in the Raiders get their slaughter back, and the Jets also came off of a, off of a basic slaughter, twenty to three. So both teams are coming off pretty bad losers, especially the Raiders, with how good they are with the six and five record, <laughs> losing to uh, what four and seven record uh, Falcons last week. As of then, that was a three and seven Falcons team. So they're used to losing to losing teams. You know what I mean? Okay, so that's pretty much it for this game. Let's move on to the next one. This Lions versus Bears game. How do you feel about that? Say it again. This Lions versus Bears game. How do you feel about that? Oh, this game is gonna be a really nice game to watch. Uh, we got the Bears with the with the loss the other week to the um a slaughter a slaughter basically forty three to twenty one. Yeah, I think that was a store was a score and um Mitch Trubisky getting his um his spot back because Nick Foles came off that very very bad injury. And so we're gonna see the the Lions coming off of a. I think did did they beat the um Houston? Yeah, yeah, they beat 
They beat the Texans uh, close to the same score, the same exact same score that the Bears lost to, 41 to 25 on Thanksgiving. So the Lions are a pretty good squad. The Lions, the Lions are a pretty good squad, beating the Texans. They lost to the Texans. I thought. Oh yeah, they lost to the Texans. Remember? Because. Oh yeah, my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. My bad. I'm looking at the wrong thing. Okay, so they lost. They, they both came off the same amount of points lost. And so we're going to look at um Adrian Peterson. Adrian Peterson had a really good game. He's having a pretty good season too. So, Keelan, what do, what do you think about um the game on Sunday? To me, I feel like Adrian Peterson is going to go out here and uh, demolish this Chicago Bears. Not even I couldn't even call this team a defense. These last few games, what they've been looking like. And I don't really agree with that comment because how is it not a defense when they have Camille Cook? I mean, oh, my bad. Khalil Mack and um, the other defensive players I play for their team. I really just haven't been hearing as much fire and fight as I would. And if I, like, a few years ago, if I heard Khalil Mack, I would be, like, scared. But this will just be like, oh, okay. I know that... um. Last game, what's his name didn't play? The big dude, uh, Akeem Hicks didn't play against the uh, the Packers. He had like an ankle, something like that. So uh, that game, when he wasn't playing, the Packers were running all through their defense. And so, what is his sig- significance to the um, the D line or the defense per se for the Bears coming Obviously, into this game? Obviously, his significance has to be pretty big because. Usually, this would be a pretty solid run defense type of team. The last game, uh, just absolutely embarrassed with Aaron Jones with 93 yards and another running back with 70 and Aaron Rodgers with 12. It was just, it was just bad. But I feel like if, uh, if Akeem Hicks isn't there, I feel like he has extremely important significance for his team. Okay, so we're going to move on. To our next game. This next game, probably one of the most anticipated matchups of this season to me. The Cleveland Browns and the Tennessee Titans. How do you feel about the outcome of this game? Both of them have the same record. And so, the Tennessee Titans, Derrick Henry, amazing year. It's going to be hard for the Cleveland Browns to me. And they're getting Miles Garrett back. Miles Garrett back. Sorry for the voice crack. Miles Garrett back on their team. And so, they're getting Miles Garrett back, and he's going to be a very good asset to the win against uh, against the Titans on Sunday. I think it's going to be an upset. It's going to be, it's not going to be an upset. It's going to be a, a nail-biter. I think it's going to be 30 to 28. 30 to 28. I think that's going to be the score. I was predicting 30 to 34 in favor of the Titans because that boy Derrick Henry has been looking like an absolute monster this year. Getting the late game, I'm pretty sure overtime touchdown last week to secure the win for the Tennessee Titans. And without Odell Beckham, I feel like this Cleveland Browns team is they're, they're still a good team. I feel like um they can uh, do some damage to this Tennessee Titans team, but I don't. I'm not all the way sure that this team can beat this team. Even with Miles Garrett back, I feel like. He would deter this team in the way that they pass, but running-wise, I don't think nobody will be able to stop this Derrick Henry. Okay, 
And now we're going to move to the most anticipated game a lot of people have been talking about. Des Bryant going back to play his ex-team, the Dallas Cowboys. Keelan, what do you have to say about this game? Because the Dallas Cowboys are our essential favorite football team right now in the league. So what do you think? Wait, hold on, hold on. This is a highly anticipated game, but I'm pretty sure this is only for us Cowboys fans that really take pride in this. You know, every Cowboys fan is going to say, I feel like the Dallas Cowboys are going to come here and pull up upset, honestly. Okay, I I don't think, well, I do think so because if um, Lamar. if Lamar's not back, RG3 can't play, they're going to have to start their third string quarterback, Trace McSorley. Uh, he'd be throwing it on a dime, as people say, TikTok. Okay, so what is your like your score prediction for this game with the Cowboys also with their second string quarterback? So Andy Dalton, the Red Rifle, what do you think about that game? I feel like the Cowboys are going to win 99-0. No, I'm just kidding. I feel like the Baltimore Ravens are going to come here and take business. Um, they need to get this win. They kind of desperately, in a way, need this win. And I feel like they're going to get it with the Cowboys... 10 to 24 score favoring. Okay, so think about this. If the Cowboys do win and the Giants did, did, did the Giants lose? The Giants. They're four and seven. Okay, the Giants lost. No, no, the Giants won. That makes them four and seven. And they came off and the Washington football team beat the Cowboys, right? And so that makes them four and seven. The if if a win here. Well, the Cowboys will still be last regardless because no, the, the Eagles... the Eagles will be last. They will have three wins. The Eagles are three, seven, and one. Okay, okay, okay. So, that would make the Cowboys go to third. So, that would make... That would mean that the... We would need the Redskins... Not the Redskins, the Washington football team. And the Redskins to lose for us to be The like, Washington football team. Get it right. Oh, oh, yeah, the football team. The football team. We need the football team to lose. Who happens? And the Giants to lose. My bad. The Giants to lose. And... We'll be f- tied for first, essentially, right? No, we'll be in first. Okay. But no, we'll be tied for first. It would be like a three-way tie for first, first place. And so this win is pretty important for the NFC least or NFC East, however you want to say it. So, Keelan, what are you thinking about the Cowboys if they get a win here? If the Cowboys get a win here, I feel like we have a good chance of trying to get in this wild card. Wild card. But to me, this Redskins... I'm so sorry. This football team is also just going to get first place because Alex um, Alex Smith has been looking pretty nice whenever he's been back, absolutely dismantling the Cowboys. There's been rumors that um, the Washington football team are looking to sign Alex Smith back onto their team. Do you think that would be a good, good ordeal for their team? be a pretty good deal um if they but if they just put Dwayne Haskins to everything that they need him to do if they really really train Dwayne Haskins they get everything that he's he wasn't the best in up I don't I think they should go with the younger guy but the way he's looked this season he's looked okay but I would go with Alex Smith what about you I think Alex Smith should be on the football team next year so that's where I'm at right now and that's all I have to really say about this game not this game but Week 13 preview. Yeah, and that's your week 13 preview. My bad, Keelan. Okay, Okay, so we're going to hop into... uh, We're going to talk a little bit about ourselves and why we started this podcast. 
It's a sports analyst podcast run by kids. As I've already declared, I mean, not declared, but already made clear at the beginning of the podcast. So, Cuban, what what are your like goals? Not goals, but what what do you where do you see us in a couple of years or a couple of months with this podcast? I see us in a few months still trying to grind and rack in a few um, rack in a few more uh, followers and listeners. I see us in basketball season rather than football season, which is one of my favorite seasons this year. And I see us expanding, getting better at what we do. How do you see us in a few years? Few months or years. I see us um I see us um, going pretty far with this if we like keep grinding on it and stuff like that. Um, I see us mainly when basketball season starts. I think that's going to be a really big, big thing. And Keelan, you also played basketball. So what is your relation to playing sports? Why do you like playing sports all the time? Well, not all the time. Just what makes you so, so eager to, to help other people learn about sports? Or help them listen to sports when they can't watch the games? What, what makes you? Well, I, I love sports. So I figured, and my grandma, she always, she hate whenever me and my brother used to show her anything about other people that were making money on YouTube about sports. Because she knew we knew a lot about sports. So every time we would tell her, all we heard was monetize and monetize. So we went ahead and monetized, and I just want to help people who really don't know about sports like I did to be able to grow their knowledge in sports. Okay, so that's a pretty good uh, like mission statement almost. That was, that was really good, Keelan. Uh, okay, so when did you first fall in love with sports and, and like what keeps you to play what, what keeps you playing sports? What keeps me playing sports mostly is to to know to not have to know what's going on. Like if you're watching a, a football game in the beginning of the game, you're not just gonna be like, "Oh yeah, that team's gonna win," and then the other team goes out and wins. It, it just like keeps you on your feet the whole game and or the whole season. It keeps you on your feet to know because one one second, one change, one hour, one day, it can change the whole sports forever. Okay. Um. What about you? What do you um? Wh- wh- why do you still have a love for sports? Um. And what keeps your love burning for sports? I think sports is like it's a way out. Like, yeah, people do like. Okay, let me calm down. Okay, so people start doing certain stuff to get a way out of what they're doing. For some people, sports is a way out of getting their living situation or their physical or mental situation. But sports mainly for me is to like, it's to like, to learn how to be a leader and start to follow, follow, follow uh, the footsteps of former NFL players. 